Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm Dix, the musical of this podcast. Yes. Is it out as of this recording or not yet? It's coming out, but my friend's in it, so I'm just trying to do the bare minimum since she's sag and she can't promote it. Uh, Yeah. And maybe by the time it's out, she will will be able to. able to. Who knows? We're going to see it all. Send you guys the info. All who's, right. who's in it? Can you say? Danielle. Oh, cool. I didn't yeah. see. I haven't really seen. I saw like the one like Megan the Stallion promo that was like going around like wildfire. Yeah. But I also I think see. my old roommates in it. Oscar Montoya. Possibly. Ooh. I'm not sure. Not sure. I thought I saw him in the preview, but I was texting at the time. So hard to say. <laughs> hey. Go. Go dicks. Um, an official sponsor and shout out we love we love friends getting that coin on the big on the big screen yeah i mean the, the trailer looks like mental i'm excited i'm excited to see yeah. it. yeah i'm ready the musical uh what's up guys it's it's this is our yeah welcome we've had a welcome bit of a back. break we're back <laughs> yeah we've uh we've traveled many waters <laughs> we and lisa were on separate islands texting each other at some points of our times in lands far far away and now i was just telling the girls i'm just finally slept for the first time i just found out traveling east in terms of jet lag i guess every time zone you lose is a day you're fucked which if i'm Mm. doing the math i think i have like 14 times if i go like that way it's like not actually crossing that way from japan but Mm -hmm. it's like we're a day like 16 hours ahead anyways so that's that's yeah, where i'm at there which this is this is a thing where i sound very dumb and i go like which way does time go uh no i didn't think time went that way <laughs> well because but going to hawaii, hawaii going is back. backwards yeah. yes mm-hmm. okay hawaii is earlier but japan is the opposite so japan is is the next day like a day and a half ahead yeah, like so when I left 6 p.m. on the second, I was yeah. home at noon on the second. So that was like weird. And then when we traveled, like we lost a day. Like we left yeah. late night. And then it's like it went from late, late Friday night to sat Sunday. And we're like, oh. But that like was fine. Also, I think the beginning of any trip is like, who cares? Like, bring it on. Like, I'm awake. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like, let's do this. But jet lag is real. Uh, Hawaii is the best because you get three hours from LA. Mm-hmm. You're three hours behind, so you're kind of waking up at what would be 11, and it's 8 a.m., and you're like, oh, I'm rested. I'm ready to, like, you know, hit all the sites before people get there, like, make it to the breakfast place, go get mm-hmm. my, like, malasadas, like, get all my shit done. Mm. And then um, on the way back, it kind of, for me, I'm always like, oh, I want to get up early more. Like, I want to, like, because yes. I really like getting mm-hmm. up early. And then I'm still a little, you know, tired. And I think it's more just that I'm back from vacation. But yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, the few days that I've been waking up at 4 30, I was like, do I just embrace the new, like, Dolly Parton, Mark Wahlberg? Like, I get up 2 a.m., I, I pray I go I then work out I then you know meditate and then I go work out again like and then no I'm like please for the love of God reset my brain back to a normal sleeping time yeah the 4 30 anything anything in the 
it's still dark no matter what time of year realm mm-hmm. only works if you are able to like go to bed at six <laughs> like, yes you have, to, you have to adjust like, the pm part of it yeah or, or you're just well some people do what was what's that method of sleeping like an hour oh like the biphasal yeah yes i think everyone's like you know benjamin franklin did it or you know what is this i've never heard of this it's like you sleep an hour don't we don't we all aspire to be be benjamin Benjamin franklin my jet lag references will be wrong and not good and if you hear me say like i believed it was right if you hear me say like venus instead of mars you like i i just i'm free i'm just letting y'all know i'm not honey's not sharp but what is like einstein did it for sure it's like the sleep Sleep intervals, Einstein. Not someone that I want to necessarily embody. Just kidding. He slept 10 hours a night plus regular. Okay. At JK, I do want to be Einstein. Okay. That's my, that is my, that's me. That's me, baby. That's amazing. Okay. So it's um, Churchill, Da Vinci, Newton. So it'd be two to four hours a day. So they did this thing to like maximize their time. It'd be like, yeah, sleep an hour and then you work a bit and sleep. There's some, it's like productive sleep. There's like a more ancient term, like that they all went by it. No. If anyone knows it, um, comment on our Instagram post for this week's episode and let us no, know. Like, no, thank you. Now, look I don't at have that control that those people accomplished under that lens of like they were like not tired, but like losing their mind. Like, sleep, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, sleep yeah. deprived. Psychosis. Like, yeah. Or this to me is just like, oh, you mean Da Vinci was just like a, a what's on TikTok like life hack? Yeah, <laughs> Bio- biohacking. The biohacking like, is what they call it. Mm-hmm. That's so tragic. But then <laughs> it's it also, also like, sh- of course you're artsy and whatever. You're yeah. like you're a losing zombie. Your mind. <laughs> but, but then it also shows like, but Einstein slept ten plus. Yeah, like, with naps, let's just call it half the day, twelve hours. So I think. It just probably depends on you. I think some people do function better on less and like it keeps them sharp. Like I, as I get older, I am needing, like I am up into a nine hour sleep Mm -hmm. ideally. And I don't have that control for a one hour sleep. Like it's naps aren't, I can't nap. I sleep. And so that's why I would never do this, but I don't know. It seems like old, older people do get up with the birds more easily as it's like you feel like death is more imminent so you get up earlier i don't know if that's what it yeah what it is but uh lisa what was your favorite thing you ate or drank on your trip oh that's a Ooh. tough question um you could like categorize it if you want to don't feel don't feel yeah, limited don't, to just one thing rankings can change I'm going to go with the, well, the for drinks, um, we went to the Big Island Brewery. I think it might be Big Island Brew House, if I'm correct. Shout and out, they had some out. really, I am a Cicerone certified beer server. And so I was able to taste some really amazing beer. If you're a beer person and on the Big Island, I recommend that. I know Kona is like the big brewery or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but uh i really really like their beers and the best drink i had was a coconut margarita that i've been making at home as a mocktail and it's um one of my favorite little treats that i brought back with me and then my favorite thing that i ate was 
at the Queen's Marketplace. They have a shave ice stand. And I got the banana crunch ice cream in the middle. And Ooh. Tiger's Blood and Leeheng. Oh my and God. And gummy bears on top. And it was like out of control. Like I was kind of like, we hadn't been doing dessert in the first like half of the trip because we were just tired. And I don't know why. That's just not like us, but we weren't. <laughs> and then I was like, I want shave ice. And it like unlocked a new found love of sweets again. So <laughs> yeah. It was good. Love. And the malasadas were amazing too, but I feel like that's more of a Scotty food than me. Yeah. Honorable mention. I and love a shame ice and I love a tiger's blood. The <sighs> banana crunch ice cream, whatever they did, I think it was like macadamia nuts, but whatever they were doing over there, just keep doing it. And, you know, <laughs> don't let anyone tell you no. <laughs> I've never heard of a tiger. What is that flavor even? Tiger's blood? I think mm-hmm. it's strawberry and coconut mix, maybe. Mm. Yeah. It's I'm not sure flavoring. Yeah, flavor. I'm not sure, but it is. I'm getting like big Hurricane Harbor flashbacks of just <laughs> like, oh, uh, that's the yeah. Strawberry coconut does sound right, though. Something Whoa. in there. But it's yeah, it's so it's red, you know, blood. Yeah, it's like red, juicy <laughs> snow cone flavor. Yeah. I mean, I'm sold. Like if someone said this has tiger's blood, call me yeah. Charlie Sheen. I know, I'm like, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> serve, serve it up. Ooh, that sounds like I didn't have like any sweets in Japan, which is kind of not the mm. move people do. I feel like nothing come. I was waiting to find like the ones that like jiggle or like do something silly, but I was on like such a savory quest that yeah. I think if they just candy was in the mix, but like I that's my own one of my only and I never have regrets. But my one regret is that I didn't maybe carve out a little pastry time, but it was just so many there's so many savory snacks to go that i i ate more cheese than i thought i was going to in a country not known for for its dairy uh there's just so many smoked cheeses to go Ooh. which was your favorite yeah dude i mean i am a sushi ramen girl nonstop at home and it was hard to break that habit i tried to branch out a bit more and i'd say the one thing i don't normally get is I'm looking up how to say this. Goyukatsu beef steak cutlet. Mm. It's just like deep fried beef steak cutlet that comes in like a set with like potato salad and dipping mm-hmm. sauces. And it's just, I don't know, like this, the things that are like fried or there's secret sauce in everything. Like, it's like, I don't know what they did to this deep fried thing, but it tastes better than any deep fried thing I ever had. And it was this one place I went to was one of the few TikTok places I went to. And I did learn some TikTok lessons while traveling, which is don't go to any, don't go to any of the TikTok places. This one was worth it because the line wasn't too crazy. But yeah, the beef cutlet was was really tops. But so much good sushi, so many good noodles. Anything in a train station was going to be better than most sit down restaurants, which was my hot tip for anyone who goes to Japan is don't don't uh don't shug off the almost in an LA culture sort of way to like the strip mall like don't shug off the the train station and so many I had a few friends that were also in Japan at the same time and it'd be like I'm eating this it's like what is that where are you I'm like I have no idea what this place is called like and if I ask I don't I still don't know and there's no internet trace of it and that's 
that was once you kind of tapped into like, oh, you really need to go with your eyes and vibes and smells and just like, do I, does this seem like a place I want to go into? Uh, which was really fun. It was cool to just be like, I don't know where that was. And I, it's like, I know it's at the Ginza train station. That's all. Like, if you want to go, yeah. go to the basement of the Ginza train station and go to that standing sushi where all you can do is stand, which I found out, I guess, is how sushi originated is in standing stalls just to like eat them hmm. to go. So if it was standing, that was also like a good sign. It was like, oh, okay, this is people getting in, having their sushi, getting out. It's a lot of, it was like a lot of quick moving, quick moving food, but on the contrary, where you're, you're not supposed to eat and drink while you walk so that was challenging like having to sit and have coffee which just meant being present which was also which was also fine but I was like what do you mean I can't yeah walk around with coffee I mean some people did it wasn't like no one's gonna arrest you but it was like you don't do that not the culture yeah not yeah. The, not the culture which is so America is walking in hand with coffee food sure. to, to everywhere yeah. food, snacks all the things so yeah just drive like, through like yeah. Really, yeah drive through yeah like 7-eleven is definitely the like fast food equivalent but you still would like stand outside the 7-eleven and eat it and then go wherever you're going um did use a lot of planetary i use planetary hours a lot i think i texted you guys while i was there yes. planetary hours a lot on this trip and let me tell you, if you have to make a quick decision of like, should we do this or do that? Like the one I'm thinking most on is like, well, we went to Mount Fuji, which that time of year, it's usually really cloudy. Odds are you're not going to see it. So just like, it's still beautiful view, like have a good time. But we got there and we're like, should we go eat? And I looked and it was like Venus hour with a Capricorn rising. And I'm just like, I'm just, let's just go up now because I'm just I, I was like, it was hard to tell Paul. I didn't tell Pablo until after things happened. I was like, I picked that because of astrology. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, cause I didn't want it. If it didn't work, I'd be, uh, yeah. I didn't want it to be like, or this. not that he would, <laughs> but it was still like, yeah, I didn't, I, I wanted to test this thesis to myself. And then nah, you know. you're going to have to answer to that one. Like if you tell them before, they're going to be, oh, cause exactly. your astrology. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't. Picked what you wanted to do. Like that so, whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was like, okay. Not that he talks like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think he, he got very impressed by the astrology because of how often these things were working. Worked. Like let's catch the, oh, this place normally has a line. Let's go. Actually, let's go in an hour. Like, you know, I see it's like Mars hour. It might move quicker or this, but we. Yeah, we got to see the view of Mount, it, the clouds straight up parted after we rang a wedding bell and opened. And I was like, yes. And then I know, so I was moon hour after. And I was like, that seems cloudy to me. And then by the time we were heading out, it just clapped, like the big, all the clouds just filtered in and the rest of the night was just, or day night was blocked off. So um, I'll post a screenshot of like, my time nomad how I have my like widgets on my phone I think yeah it was like how did how did you what did you use to find the planetary hours because I know you can like search this but was there a way you were able to see at all times oh I could see at all I could see at all times I Here, have the thing too I think it costs money but this um, one's this one's maybe I did pay mine it did, was it's it's six dollars but it's one time I was gonna say if oh I that's did, not bad Oh, you can't see because my thing's on blur, but you can see how it updates. Yeah, kind of. yeah. And I just texted you guys, and I'll put this screenshot in. I'll write this down so I remember. Screenshot of 
but yeah time nomad so i had the the current chart planetary day which i i know at this point it's like friday venus day yeah um, and then it has the the planetary hour and it tells you it has like a ticking countdown clock too like right now Ooh. as we're recording there's 42 minutes left and it's counting down and then we'll move into the next planetary hour so then i'd also look at the like condition too i'd be like okay it's like venus our cap rising saturn's the ruler but it's here and like i mean i didn't try to think too much of it i was just like okay venus is already a good positive sign let's go but then i was thinking venus leo it was up and visible i was like no it feels visible like cap also feels mountain encouraged like let's go high yeah yeah, climb on up um do the put put in the work and you'll get the reward kind of thing yeah and also just like go i think i've that's been my life lesson in both vacations and life is get the, if you see a funny thing, like, oh, we'll get the picture after we eat. It might not be there. So like, just if it's quick, mm-hmm. just get it. If you can go now, just go now because I don't know. I had that. I did the, one time I was like, oh, I'll get this later at the gift shop. Oh, of course it's closed for the next two days after I waited, you know, the hour. So mm-hmm. my thing is like, just go. And also if you can check the planetary hours, for those split like is it yeah is it now or later i don't know could that was like the only real part. i mean i did use astrology to plan the trip but like for like decisions day of yeah we used it quite a bit which was fun and it worked and it worked astrology is i like real. it i like that because it also is like what it means to you it it like if it is for decision making in that thing you could mm-hmm. also say venus hour and go hmm I think we should move. That sounds like a, that sounds like a eat. Yeah, and we it, could eat. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it all, it still is giving you a way to orient your decisions. That's based on something where you're like making, maybe it doesn't come to your mind. You know, we're in Libra season right now. And so I think like indecision, how, how are we, how are we deciding things? Having mm-hmm. something a little bit outside of yourself to go like, how do I then orient myself back into myself with what's important based on this thing based on this suggestion mm-hmm. yeah and my desire if we get into the yes. stuff was to see a mountain yeah. versus yes. like what's oh, i can imp- eat in like an hour let's yes go. and that aligned with the person i was with as well they're yeah. like yes i'd also like to see the mountain <laughs> i got to see some of the constellations in the sky which was yes. really cool Ooh. and if you are a member of our Patreon Discord, you get to see some photos that we took from uh, Selena, which was really cool to get to use. I also got to see Saturn through a telescope and Saturn's Ooh. moons and a bunch of really cool stuff in the sky. Um, and that, that always present reminder that we are using a specific style of like essentially celestial navigation i mean that's like basically mm-hmm. what people use the stars for was like to figure out which way was north and all of those kind of things and on ships and all of those kind of things um and that different cultures have like a very different understanding of those things and that we're we're not all gemini it's not all uh twins when we look at gemini and mm-hmm. it's not all scales when we look at run getting mm-hmm. to have a guide that was uh hawaiian person um you know having a kind of different interpretation of those things was really fun and eye-opening and interesting to see where things overlapped and where they didn't um yeah and it was cool just like as a reminder that it's not like a blanket thing for everyone i think sometimes if you 
astrology because it's old as like a baseline for mm-hmm. everyone's like mm-hmm. entire view of the planetary movement and the constellations and it's like they don't have they didn't have the same ones um on that and that yeah area yeah. of the world so cool. interesting to and it's like you know i think scott and i went to four national parks which is a lot wow and um we did like a lot of hiking and stuff and going to see you know temples and burial places and places where you know royals lived or environmental protective areas and all of those kind of things it's such a nice reminder that um i think like how humans have stories and like we we mm-hmm. create the same stories no matter what like culture we grew up in no matter what kind of resources we have no matter what you know we all have you know and the hierarchical things that happen we all have these kind of similar life experience things and it kind of boils down to that really human togetherness kind of stuff I mean obviously it's easy to say that when you're like on vacation and having fun and you know hanging out with sea turtles or whatever but something to kind of take with you and remember and I also love you guys know I love like looking up every animal and what it means and all of those kind of things so it was like there were a bunch of unexpected I didn't know there were going to be like geckos and mongoose and like all of that Mm. so it was it was unexpected and fun and you know cool yeah yeah yes I don't mean to like one one up or I like want to reiterate all those things that I felt too and like especially because we were there um during like there's two holidays back to back of respect for the age day which is like old people day and then the autumn equinox which is a national holiday in Japan and it was so just cool to see even on like google maps if you're looking up a hours of a restaurant like well it's the holiday and I was like oh my god the fall equinox is the holiday like is yeah. this respected day in this culture and there's parades and people visiting shrines and uh you know doing things that are it's just so old and and been here so long and also you know western astrology i talked to many people about it in bars there and they're like i know about it but like it wasn't it's not the the go-to thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. which is which is fine there's you know a lot of people more connect with like their lunar um you know animal uh zodiac and like year of this year of the rabbits and there was a lot of rabbits everywhere while we were there but yeah just in terms of like i don't know there's a lot of stuff because it's a non-christian nation as well it's like shinto and buddhism being the the main denomination i was like oh this is just totally different philosophy of living and also how much more integrated the planets and magic and deities and emperors and all these things are woven in was just sick i don't know well, it's cool to think like magic is in so many cultures mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to learn when you travel too it's not mm-hmm. it's it's good that we had similar experiences because it means we were you know observing and respecting and all of those things and and hawaii yeah. and Jap- japan are similar i mean yeah similar we have katsu too you know and i had yes. miso soup for breakfast too i mean they're not super far away cultures um totally. and i think for sure like the shout out to the gals. I don't know if you are listening that I met on the top of the mountain that it, I gave you a sticker. You took a picture of me and my husband. You guys seem, I think you were from maybe London area. 
Um, but yeah, like it, it's it was fun, you know, when you're at that high of elevation, you kind of feel everyone kind of feels like they've had a couple drinks and mm-hmm. we're all giggling and stuff. And I'm like, I'm gonna give these girls a what's your sign sticker? You know, I'm here like <laughs> um, they were like laughing too. They're like, we're collecting stickers. So, you know, I mean, it's fun when you get to meet people and talk about things and and get to see interesting things and show your interests and everything. I recommend bringing stickers around. Actually, it is a good yeah. it is a really good token to give. And also we got a lot of stickers in Japan and also in a lot of towns you get stamps, which I didn't realize you're supposed to bring like blank books and each town has like a mascot and a stamp. Oh, my God. I need we need to go back next year for mascot sumo. I will also put a link to this Ooh. where all their like big plush mascots beat the shit out of each other in their oh, full yeah. gear so it's like a cute deer wrestling like a bear or what whatnot but yeah stickers i'm also i'm just shouting out if anyone has an original sticker design print it and bring it with you on your travel it's such a good yeah. token to trade and give and like we went to this one like michelin star place and he gave me a sticker and i was like hang on i have a sticker and gave it back and he's like oh my god it's going on our door and i'm like i can't believe this what's your sign sticker is gonna be on this door of this restaurant but I don't know. Pro pro sticker. Well, me and Lisa, we've been talking about we've had a lot of like same our tourist crossover timeline connections have been very, I feel like on these, especially the last few years. But I'm glad. Yeah. It was also well, it's also travel. good. The more time we get to spend together, the more we get to influence each other, too, and like get to share those things. I think we've mm-hmm. talked about too meeting someone and being like, oh, God, they have my birthday or whatever. They're not. Of course, they're a tourist. Like, I can't, you know, whatever. But it's like the the closer you get with someone of your sign and getting to like really mm-hmm. I think talking about you know self or like we've talked about over identifying with the sun and everything but it's like I've always had a confidence issue so the more I get to see you do store stuff I'm like oh I want to do that stuff and then it like helps me grow my stuff so it's a good reminder that it's not always when you see something negative in someone that's your sign and i'm not talking about stevie i'm mm-hmm. talking about you know when you meet someone and you're like blah, blah, blah. um but tourists yeah, are like, a hard first meet i think find uh, that, often find that stuff that you like and then find that people that you like that have that sign and mm-hmm. get to grow and do stuff together and learn and get to see the world through their eyes like i want to go to japan you know like i want to do the things that you do you know yeah we can so. we can share and i think we've talked a bit about this off pod. It's like, and predicted is like, I do think gatekeeping will come back, but like I share, like I was happy to share because I figured it's, it's going to friends or people who yeah. like me. And if I had another friend in Japan at the same time and we we're like, we're posting so much and we're posting, I wonder if people are judging us like, well, like then fucking mute me, bitch, like fall off. Like I, if, if I like Very- gave someone a wreck, like I write it down, screenshot it. I did. I did save the highlights. If anyone wants to go look, I as oh, a request yeah. from a signer, I did meet a signer at the airport as well, which was absolutely sh- shocking to the system and it made me feel very good and should make both of y'all feel good. By, I know. By, by all of us feel good because it's just like, oh, wow. We thank you to everyone who listens internationally. I know we talk yes. a lot about American stuff because we're American bitches, but um, appreciate the international folks out there who listen. Yes, thank you so much. I had a not 
I was at home. Sorry. Um, that's, all, that's all good. <laughs> you got the world. You got the world be. in you. You're, you're, yeah, <laughs> I'm, you're, I'm legally, legally not allowed to travel internationally. Um, although actually, maybe that's not true yet. I think not right now is like the last time I can do it. Um, anyways, uh, I did see, I did see a signer at the shortstop. Um, oh. I was on the dance floor and they were like, I love your podcast. And I was like, thank uh, you. I love this. Um, and uh, also had a signer come out to a show as well. Um, so thank you. Thank you, San Diego signers. Oh, thank it's it's it feels it feels good to get the little IRL. Yeah. Hey, and also like everyone we met through the podcast has been cool. So it's like I yes. probably will want like, what is your life? Thank you to Corey for making us some. I was gonna call them ashtrays, ring holders. Ring, <laughs> ring holders. holders. I ring used holders. mine. I used mine already. Loved it. A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign. Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, you will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If What's Your Sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. 
help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. Just shout out to so everybody. So cute. Thank you so much. I'm gonna. We'll have to make a little Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, I yes. love you all. Mess, I'll message you too. Absolutely. Well, speaking of of speaking you of, all, speaking of, of you our, guys, of our listeners and and the people who help make this podcast possible, um, we're we're dipping into the mailbag, answering Woo! your questions. If you don't know, this is something that you have available to you if you are a member of our Patreon. Uh, you are able to ask us questions, and we will answer them here on air. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you're hearing all that gushy stuff about we love you, this like. I mean, we love you, but like, come through the Patreon. Like, come on, level up. Come hang out with us. We're gonna, especially after all this stuff we talked about. Like, we'll get more into the weeds on Discord. That's if you don't know what Discord is, it's like a chat room. It's I gotta love that it's so throwback, like AOL chat room energy. Yeah. But it's all of us astro people, so we get into astrology stuff, life stuff, all that recommendations. So patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast yeah we're having a good time that's also where we have our bonus episodes uh every month for the new and full moon uh yeah so join us join us there and one of the perks is asking a question so here we go let's answer a couple listener questions um this first one comes from sarah uh, hi guys, I'm Sarah. I'm going back to school fall 2023 after having to leave during my third year of college because of the pandemic in 2021. Where in my chart can I look for back to school elements, studying, socializing, professors, commuting, etc. This time will be very different, but I think it's for the best. I'll be starting at a local community college studying to become a paralegal when before I was at a liberal arts university I wasn't even happy at even before the pandemic. Great question. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Insane. it. Congrats Studying. on congrats on going back. I first want to say as yes. a yes. as a several time college dropout, um, I admire anyone who uh, goes back and and finishes. Um, I also know that it's not necessary for everybody, so no judgment either way. Again, you're talking to a IRL, <laughs> a online dropout, uh, all all the ways you can do it. I've done it. Um, but congrats. Here's um we got the chart here. If you are on YouTube, yeah. watch us on YouTube. Um can see our pretty little faces over there. And then anytime we screen share charts or or whatever random shit comes up, like Elijah would on a razor scooter. So yeah, um, we are looking or if at- you just want to see us, so then you can be one of these aforementioned signers who comes up to us out in the out us. in the world and recognize mm-hmm. us, you know. Yeah, you won't I- recognize me. I don't got these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I only wear these on here. Um, I do think there's a lot of things mentioned. Studying, I think, is kind of six. Socializing, yeah. seventh. Professors is ninth. I think uh, commuting is third. So there's a lot of um, a lot of different stuff we can dig to here with your question too. I mean, obviously, Virgo season just ending. I think that's very back to school. Even Libra season a little still feel it still feels like we're still pulling out our best outfits and all of that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
let's see, what's like the question? Where and look for back to school? I'm in studying, socializing, professors, commuting. Got it. And then working in paralegal versus the art. I mean, the North well, Node it jumps out right away in the ninth because we do find higher education there, yeah. where the third house is usually a little more like local school energy. It's I always think of it as like it's like what we learn when we're younger or from our community or from the people around us, where the ninth house is when we leave home, we go out, we search for the things we're interested. That's why we can find, in theory, that's why we can find religion there. Cause usually religion is, shouldn't be something indoctrinated into us as like youth, like this is how you believe or, or astrology or whatnot. It's, it's usually what we're setting out to find. Um, and so this North node in the ninth house, there does seem when I, th- when I see that, I also share that, that placement. And I think of it as very like eternal student energy as well like i'm i'm very proud you're going back to school um but i i don't know since it is cancer too with this moon where's your moon sign in capricorn in the second mm-hmm. house i mean stability definitely is probably like a high ranking thing especially i mean hello very taurus as well uh, with all these placements so i think it i i think it's smart to have um this degree in something that is very evergreen like we're always gonna have the law and the things like that but also, I don't know, like, I wouldn't be shocked if you are a student of many flavors or like do learn a lot of different things. I think the moon just changes so much and wants to soak in as much as it can. And I think I start, I don't mean to insert myself in it, but how I feel about that with my North Node in the ninth is like, I take like a, every year I do some sort of school, like, or, or like a course or like maybe, or like a gym membership or something like I don't know. So I guess I just encourage if there's still things you want to learn while you're learning that, that that's not totally off track for your chart. I mean, legal stuff, Mars and Saturn in the seventh house. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it kind of speaks for itself. Um, I think uh, appreciation of contracts and all of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I think also you might find that and I mean, liberal liberal arts, we could say, too. So, I mean, Venus, you know, like Venus, Libra, seventy stuff. Um, but I think that you might find that there is a combination of the two that works as well. I think, I mean, we have Jupiter here and I think it's just, uh, yeah, it's just in the sixth, but it's still kind of conjunct those things right on your descendant. And it's like, I think sometimes meshing those two worlds works out like, you know, people that want to do entertainment law or something that is a little bit, you know, it's definitely a lot more. I think there's a lot more like difficult parts of doing family law or whatever when you're negotiating things for children or whatever. I'm sure there are, you know, different kinds of rewards that come with that, too. But I think, you know, def- deciding what field you want to eventually work into or what opportunities you eventually get it Mm -hmm. might be a combination of the two things there's even though you were unhappy at the college you went to before that experience still informs you moving forward so I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm, I'm not by any means saying like go back and do that but it's like some of the things that you learn might end up being a benefit to you in on this path as well so you know keeping keeping a reminder of your foundations and all of those kind of things. I mean, some of that, like, you know, negotiating contracts for artists, that feels very seventh house to me. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and your son's in the six. So maybe you're more routine organized. I don't know. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think this is a time to, to like, 
I mean, recognizing already that you weren't happy at a thing and going back and doing it a different way, I think is already like a life lesson in and of itself and getting to figure out how you, you know, asking about socializing, studying, all of those things. I think that is like part of the routine and and things that you are developing and noticing like, well, what do you, um, I don't think there is like one way to do any of those things. It's like, how do you like to do that? How do you study best? What What are the kinds of things that you are doing now as opposed to then like, are you also work? Do you have a job at the same time? And you're having to kind of balance both of those things because that's a different place, maybe not, not a different place in the chart necessarily, but that's a different kind of social energy than, oh, I'm off at college in this kind of um, insulated world where I'm here all of the time. And all I'm doing is this, and I'm really diving into all of the, the partying and those kinds of things that might not have been not necessarily party, but like on campus active, like, are we in an isolated environment? Are we now, you know, in community college now we are talking, like you said, commuting, we're going, this is something that we're kind of integrating into our life a little bit more. And I think that it helps having something more specific, let's say like, I'm going to be a paralegal. I know I'm taking these classes. These are the things I think it's going to be more noticing, like, do you might not make friends there that might not be the center of your socializing place but you also might find things that are like oh this is a um the study you know, group a, or yes a, a study yeah. group or an association of other people who want to do this thing that might lead to internships or might lead to you know i don't know if you need to intern necessarily but you know you get what i'm saying the vibe of like oh, or these are other people that are doing this same thing so we might share similar um interests in some way but I think also allowing yourself to go like I'm actually not trying to make this necessarily the center of my life you might find that you're not connecting with those people so then we need to supplement socializing in this kind of other other way if that makes sense I think that's one of the kind of community college things that there still is opportunity to do those things but you don't have the same kind of centralized like campus life because many people are commuting there you're not living on campus it's not it's not the same way so I think that's both a benefit because you have more flexibility in choosing like oh actually I like going to class and getting the fuck out <laughs> and then leaving and going home I don't like I don't like studying in the library I like studying privately I like studying at home or I like finding a coffee shop nearby and that's the place where I like to go. And maybe that's where you're going to be the kind of center of socializing. But I think you get to kind of really experiment a lot with within having that like agency, which I think that cat moon likes. And I think all this sixth, sixth house and Taurus stuff and your Aries Mercury Venus to me is very like having a, having a plan and going for it. And I also think that this cat, this cancer north node in the ninth to me is like something that you care about if you're feeling motivated uh to help people to be of service in that way to kind of care for people uh i think it will be much easier to make those kinds of decisions knowing that there is this end goal to that you're getting to where it's care for yourself care for others whatever kind of form or uh, version of of the law that takes in you know that there is kind of a higher a higher calling, so to speak, potentially. And I think that can be motivating. Whereas when we're just like, I don't know, li liberal arts sounds like it's going to be kind of fun and flexible, but I find a lot of times those things, those places aren't as, aren't always as supportive because it is kind of like, well, like do there, there's almost like not no structure, but it can be overwhelming that kind of thing is, and not feel like you're necessarily like getting things done.
And mm. I feel like when we know what we're working towards, we can, I don't know, milestone, we can feel accomplished. We can know we're learning things. We can uh, connect the dots a little bit better. I'm going to share the um, transit chart too. So Great. I have just the other thing. Um, and if you are listening on audio, we do have a Taurus sun, Capricorn moon, Scorpio rising. If you want to start putting these planet uh, placements in your head from the chart. The um, final piece of kind of Saturn re- post-Saturn return advice that I have for you since you're not there quite yet. Um, you're going to meet a lot of people and, you know, there's going to be some of them that you develop relationships with and some that you don't. And it's, I just had a really wonderful Venus and Mercury retrograde experience of getting to look, getting, you know, whatever type of contact from some of those people from college and things, Instagram or, you know, little messages about, I see you're doing stand up, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's so cool to get to have those reconnective moments, watch and see people grow or like see how far they've come from sitting next to you in class or whatever. And so just because, you know, a strong, lasting friendship doesn't develop with every single person you meet, it doesn't mean that you won't see them again or that you won't get to have like a nice heart to heart feeling um, for those people again in the future in a different way when you're studying a different thing doing a different thing both working in different spaces mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I think to come back to a few points too with the the current astro weather which I know you're starting this fall and we're in fall and um, you know the eclipse is happening in Aries and Libra this south node release in your community space doesn't mean no friends but it does feel like a concentration on what best serves you when we're really focusing more on Aries north node stuff and I think that friendship or creative fulfillment or whatever will probably just come the more you focus on yourself um, I do like too because this Leo midheaven um, we've had this Leo Venus retrograde where we're recording. We're in the final days of that. And it's been traveling and contemplating and thinking in your ninth house space. So I love that it, you're going full steam ahead now with Virgo Venus time in the fall. And also just like, I, I don't know, it feels like the, it feels like very on time in the right season, especially now coming back in this Jupiter return, really like what's giving you the most abundance. And I like Uranus on Mars too, because I think even the change of passion and the Mm -hmm. change of like what is motivating and then sorry it's also very loud to see Saturn going right over your IC at the same time that feels about how you're setting up the structure and safety and support for your life so I do think like you have the questions of like commuting and professors and and being in I, I love this for like a back to school season question for sure but it feels really like you getting your bearings you're totally changing gear like as a as an art school person, I don't. I am very impressed when anyone goes to what I would call regular school, <laughs> where you have to actually uh, take tests and really, you know, there's consequences of like you're working with people's legal rights, right? Like, like it, there's like a lot more stakes a lot of the time. Um, not that art can't have stakes, mm-hmm. but you guys, I mean, I can yeah. say it, they don't. So like, it's very different. So I think, um, yeah, I think community, especially to community college, I would imagine then leads to then transferring somewhere and like maybe Mm -hmm. you do want to like move out of state or the country or go somewhere new that's like exciting so I think this really does feel like a buckling in getting into your root of happiness especially since you mentioned that you weren't happy and I think 
I think of the mm-hmm. fifth house too is just is happiness. It is where we're finding our joy and um yeah. what a cool season you're into really explore that in a whole new in a whole new way and also a whole new career. So congrats again. Yeah, I was just talking to someone about this whose daughter is going to college and just talking about like yeah, you're getting you're getting to figure out the point of all of this stuff is to like figure out what kind of this sounds big, but like, how do you, how do you prefer to live life? Yeah. Or totally. kind of free from the structures of someone telling you you have to be at school from X time to X time. And now you aren't even on a campus where you have to be there. You have the classes that you have to take. You have certifications you have to get and things like that. We know, we know that because you've chosen a specific career path. But other than that, this is like a, a wide open kind of board for you to go like, what, what do you like? What do you like your mm-hmm. days to look like? How do you prefer to, you know, do you like to sleep in? Do you like to do these things? And you get to tr- choose that. Some Again, some things are going to be ones where, you know, you can't pick this class. Ideally, you'd like to have an 11 a.m. class and this is, you know, whatever. But yeah, have have fun. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Congrats. Yeah. And um, you'll be well, you'll be contacted by our lawyer. And next, <laughs> just kidding. Yes. Next cue. Next cue comes to us from okay, Vespertine Hanger. Uh, question is: Do you feel like there's a point in time where everybody will need to switch to a sidereal practice? It's mm. hard not to hear about all the planets moving positions and not think astrology has its own little doomsday clock as a practice. <laughs> Wasn't sure if you've talked to any sidereal folks about how it's different or if it's not super necessary until like 500 more years. Um, great Interesting. question. Interesting question. Vespertine, thank you so much. Um, I Go for it. I have talked to astrologers who use sidereal as a practice. Um, I got a reading from Robert Hand and he uses both. Mm. and um we talked a little bit about it during our reading and one of the things that he brought up was the theory of relativity which is funny because we were talking about einstein earlier um our boy (laughs) our sleepy king um, (laughs) yeah just the idea that you know everything is and obviously this is not scientific but like everything is kind of guesswork we're mass we're mapping things about where we think they are everything is in motion all the time anyway um it's not like on the eclipse the sun and moon stop moving so you know things like that like um everything is you know an estimate and we are lucky enough to have like nasa and astronomers doing a bunch of work that is like constantly in flux um so we are using kind of relative points so to speak um i do think using both can be really beneficial i mean for that reading i had some pretty specific questions and he was able to give me a longer timeline because we're using like taking both into account so if you are able to find someone who can do both i think it's really valuable um robert hand also designs his own astrology software and ha- like can speak you know I think five languages like Whoa. he's extremely extremely knowledgeable in a lot of things and not all astrologers are going to be able to like design their own software and get to get to have maps and patterns of things like that so I think you know using tropical is totally fine um again we're it, if 
if we're planning for like what day something happens on, give it a couple days. If we're planning for what month, mm-hmm. give it a couple months. I mean, give yourself some leeway time either way. Um, I think that's one of the reasons when we're talking about, you know, astrology and wedding planning and stuff, it's like you kind of have to work with what the world gives you first and then go to the stars and decide like, okay, like, so say, you know, my, my mom is you know, going on a European vacation. So I have to have, you know, my wedding done before August or whatever. Then you look at it at the, the thing, the dates your venue have available. Then it narrows it down because you don't want to do, you know, whatever. It's going to be too hot that day or whatever. So you pick like, say, the first weekend in August. Then at that point, you look at the astrology and say, oh, like this Saturday actually has a really nice um sun moon aspect. Or I see that there's like a a uh, Mars retrograde I'm gonna have to really work hard to get people on the dance floor I see you know what I mean you're gonna have to look and see what little details you can change in your in the world to reflect what the astrology is giving you um I don't think it's about like well we have to time and find every single thing so I can get the exact date and, da, 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 and then all my people will say yes and I will have the exact wedding that I if that's not mm-hmm. what we're doing that's not how we use astrology to work in the world. So I guess that's my answer. Um, do I think there's a point where the practice will need to move that way? I I mean, if you look at what religion has done and moving not at all, then no. But I don't think that's something that we want to embody either. So I think, it, I think it's something to take into account. Again, I don't think it's necessarily like absolute. There will be a time when absolutely yeah. have to change you know like well we can always hold on to ancient practices and ancient things and also if anyone's like what the fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> so tropical astrology is like mainly what we're using in the west like we're using the seasons because we said it thousands of years ago spring equinox zero degrees aries boom Sidre- i've never i never say that a lot sidereal can you help me sidereal sidereal looks like side reel if you're reading it which if you've looked at it online sidereal is using what's currently in the sky because we've had the procession the equinox not if you use like your sky scanning app you'll see like oh it says you know mars is in cancer but it looks like it's maybe shifted over a little bit so we can actually see it this is why neil deGrasse tyson is like you astrology is not real and if you want to look tonight Saturn will be in Aquarius. So you can right. look, that's what's in the sky right now. And Saturn, as you as we know, is in Pisces. So you can see it. You can actually see it on your little yes. sky view app. So we've set it from the seasons, right? So that's why I don't, I don't like, I think I haven't worked much with it. And I think it's, if it calls to you, work with it. I think that's, it's just like anything in astrology. If whole sign calls to you, if Placidus, whatever. But I think there is something about like, we are all still living seasonally, even if, mm-hmm. Aquarius it's now kind of more shifted in Aquarius than Pisces like people still feel affected by the light even if the tilt has shifted so that's why I think it's fine (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I I don't think and also it's still you know the plus and minus of a few days in astrology I would like I don't know I I think that that rings true too because it's like yeah like it's just the general energy and when this might click in like if astrology was this exact we'd all be using it yeah right? like if it was like oh my god i'm for sure getting that job when this ingress happens like it's just never going to be that accurate <laughs> like well, to a sense. maybe maybe it, it potentially could if we were using 
sidereal, right. not to, I don't mean this in a devil's advocate right. way, I'm, but I mean in the sense of agreeing no, with both it's of a good, you. The it's place a good devil's where, advocate question. Not yeah. that it's devil, that's that it's like, yeah. it's, a, it's a valid yeah. question. Yes, it could, that is something to bring up. Um, and I, but I think to me, it's more like, well, the place that astrology holds for us in our lives and culturally speaking is not one where we are going to it for exactitude. So it, right. to me, like, like Lisa said of kind of the relativity and the, you know, give it a day, it is still deeply kind of like personal and all of that too. Yeah. I think also like, you know, your natal chart isn't changing. If this is the place that you have like come from where you have kind of like gotten your information from or whatever like that's the orientation that you're at I think it will be it would be in, it's an interesting kind of thought experiment to go will people start to find it not as resonant because it is now moved far right. is that a thing absolutely I could see that happening where people go oh we need to update this in the same way that we've had a whole sign revival um, of of this kind of return, I could see someone saying, someone in the future, mm -hmm. a young astrologer saying, actually, this is how it becomes most resonant, and then people finding it, and and um, you know, in it, that kind of infiltrating other things, and that causes us to to rethink. But I think the fact that astrology still works for us now, even though we are not necessarily quote unquote accurate the same way speaks to the design of astrology in and of itself where it goes they're both they both are practical they both are practical in use um mm -hmm. it's what are you what are you using it for again if you're like looking for accuracy then sure maybe you do want more up-to-date data based on what's happening right now but if we are talking about um I think what I use astrology for and that is a little more, I don't know, not, I don't want to say woo. Cause that also feels like I'm diminishing, but like, I'm not checking. I'm not looking at a clock. It's I'm a little more emotionally. I'm, yes. I'm looking about, spiritually I'm yes, I'm asking, I'm asking bigger questions. I'm asking thematic things. I'm asking more artful. This is what I'm going to for this. I'm contemplating. I'm thinking of, of eons and all of this and even the motion itself feels part of it where it's like oh this is a little off because yeah we're using something that's like old as hell of course mm -hmm. it's not gonna like totally i don't know yeah. line up, but yeah i think it's like using an old map you know i mean what what i learned on my stargazing thing was like this the sky was a map that's what people mm -hmm. used it for they used it to get from one island to another used it to figure out where fish were and how to live and survive and yeah when the big waves are coming and all of those kind of things and so I think like think about using an old map of your city it's not like you're not going to be able to get downtown and some of those roads are still <laughs> roads you know some of mm -hmm. them were were drawn on horseback or whatever but and that's why they're like not like they wind in weird ways and go whatever but it's like those roads just got paved over and we still use them so you're still going to be able to get places and yeah it might not be the fastest route it might not be the like the most current technology technological up-to-date thing on your that connects to apple carplay or whatever your thing is but like mm -hmm. if you had to use it and you found it in the rental car you would figure it out so mm -hmm. i think like and also there's something cool about having an old map there's yeah. some stuff on there that isn't there anymore. There's some like weird, you know, little weird turnoffs and all of that kind of thinking of if you've read tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, you kind of, I don't want to ruin mm. anything, but you kind of know what I'm thinking about. There's like old history and, and fun, like mm -hmm. 
shortcuts and you know there's cool stuff in there so there's not there's no reason to throw it out that doesn't mean you have to live and die by that map yeah yeah and in 500 years you guys are gonna have bigger fucking problems than if the (laughs) stars are shifted over to two sides i'm just kidding i think i think i think it will update once we get further and further out probably i mean or why wouldn't you look it's the same with like progress charts and then also too just to give i'm sure we maybe talked about this in episodes past but the earth the earth tilts about one degree every 72 years so it won't be actually that it's not that off either that's in the thing. 500 years it will be because we're one sign over so what it might be two to th- yeah to three um unless something starts tilting even quite like who at this point who fucking knows it could it could happen but i i think i'm simplifying i do think a lot of times in astrology there are people that go way more woo and thematic and poetic and then there's some like just science data nerds about it and if you call to the sad data nerdy timing i think just like it's such a good encouragement to go towards what calls to you and same for folks who Maybe you're practicing astrologers. Some like to be on video. Some like to do more writing. Some want to do more horoscopes. Some want to do consultating. Like not every way someone does astrology has to be your way. Yeah. So go to what calls. Hell yeah! But in, I like super. I love this question because it's it's worth it's worth chatting. We are not where we were before, but where were we really? Great. thank you guys so much for your questions thank you so much for being our our patrons thank you so much for listening to these episodes uh patron or not we appreciate you still and uh we love you we'll see you next time Bye. bye thanks for listening to what's your sign please subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.